0: What college matters. What college College matters. matters. Really?
1: For sure. College matters.
0: Alma Alma
1: matters. Matters. You're growing and you're, you're learning and you are going to make mistakes and it's okay. The smartest person in the room is, is the person not who has all the answers is the one who asks the most questions. So, so keep on going, keep on asking, keep on inquiring and, and, You know, always, 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 always try to learn and learn about you. And that's, that's the biggest thing that for me, for college is I love how kids find themselves for those next four years. And then even the next four years after that, they go into graduate work, they find themselves yet again.
0: That is Tom Stepkowski, career and college counselor at West Hill High School in Connecticut. Hello, I'm your host, Venkat Rama. Tom admired his coaches in high school. In fact, after graduating from high school, he went back to his high school to be a coach under his varsity soccer coach. During that time, he noticed that a number of coaches were also guidance counselors. He liked that enough to get a master's degree in school counseling, but it would be another 20 years before he actually jumped into counseling full-time at West Hill High School. On our podcast, Tom talks about his background, West Hill High School, his counseling approach, the challenges, success stories, and his advice for high school students. Now. Before we jump into the podcast, here are the high fives, five highlights from the podcast.
1: I got really good at, you know, really, you know, doing my research and, you know, really being forced to to really... Know all the schools as as best as I could, and to know Mm -hmm. the programs, and to to really learn the landscape. And I did that, believe it or not, for about fifteen years. The first thing that we do is we just we basically just try to tell the students, like anything you're going to do, that Mm -hmm. you're thinking about with your plan, it's sort of a a thrive, not survive approach. Mm -hmm. Um, So we like to say thrive. Don't think of survive. The, you know, the problem is, as you know, we have this 2 million-year-old brain that it's, it's all about survival. I came from the middle school. Mm-hmm. So I, I was already even ta- doing some workshops after school, getting mm-hmm. kids ready in the 8th grade for their resume and telling them what a resume was, what a grade sure. point average was you know, just to sort of prep them for the high school. And, you know, what is this all for? What is this all for? Well, and they were always concerned, wow, well, what do I need to graduate from your high school or from the high school here in our town? How many credits of this and how many credits of that? And I meant, well, this is what you need, but you really got to look further. And they're like, you know, we have we have students that, you know, when they leave, for me, the, my personal best is, when a student stays in touch Mm -hmm. and, and they come back and that's when I really, you know, of course I'm happy to see them. And, you know, now they're, some of them become my colleagues for crying out loud, you know, and it's, it's, Mm -hmm. it's it's crazy how the world, how the world works, you know, it try to tell them, you know, there's 4,000 schools in this, in this great country, you know, we'll find one for you where you can thrive. You know what I mean? Where, where you can really exercise, you know, be intentional, make a plan and really look at the, I, I would call them the, the things that kids just, they never look at the byproducts, you know, of a college because, you know, they're, they're thinking, you know, affordability, they're thinking, does it have my major, you know, but they're not looking at all of, the, all of the great things that are going to come from a school. And
0: These were the high fives brought to you by
1: College Matters,
0: Alma Matters. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. For my newsletter, visit almamatters.substack.com. Now, I'm sure you want to hear the entire podcast with Tom. So without further ado, here's the podcast with Tom Stepkowski. If you're ready, we can jump right in.
1: Yeah, let's do it.
0: Fabulous. Okay, so maybe the best place to start is uh, maybe a little bit about your background. Tell us who you are and how you got into this.
1: Yeah, so, um, you know, I, I was always a coach growing up. And I say mm-hmm. that because at the young age of 18, even when I got out of high school, I Mm -hmm. went right back to my same high school to be a a soccer coach under the varsity soccer coach. And I just, I really admired my coaches that had coached me. And I noticed that a couple of them were actually guidance counselors. So Mm -hmm. I decided, you know, I kind of looks like a really cool thing, you know, to be able to coach sports and, you know, become a a guidance counselor. So I decided I'm going to go to school and of course, go into business, God knows why I went into business, but I just never really made the connection.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and then all of a sudden, I find myself, you know, going into teaching, and then I teach for about 20 something years. And then I decide, you know, now it's time to go full time and go into guidance counseling, because I just, I love the coaching profession so, so much. And to me, you know, on teaching, coaching, um, it, it all kind of blends, you know, even if it's sports coaching, college coaching, counseling, therapy, it's it's all kind of one in the same to me, you're, you're really modeling and trying to teach somebody something.
0: Now, are you are you um, focused entirely on career counseling as a broad area? or Are you kind of um you look at it as a, um, a sort of an integrated thing where you counsel across various things.
1: It, you you well, you can counsel across various things, but um I in my first part of my career, I had, you know, like I said, I was telling you, I, I was teaching, and yeah, I was teaching yeah. I was teaching Spanish. Mm-hmm. and during those years, I got my master's degree in school counseling, but mm-hmm. i didn't I didn't exercise my degree. But because mm-hmm. I, I love to do it so much, I decided to do it on the side. Mm-hmm. And when you do something on the side and you, and you call it counseling, people don't necessarily bring their sons and daughters to you, to, <laughs> yeah. you know, to, to talk about therapy and to talk. I mean, they, wanted, they want one thing and that's college. So yeah. I, I got really good at, you know, really, uh, you know, doing my research and, you know, really being forced to, to really know all the schools as, as best as I could and to know mm-hmm. the programs and to, and to, really learn the landscape. And I did that, believe it or not, for about 15 years, um, mm-hmm. un, until I finally decided in 2010, you know, I, I, I just, I loved, I loved teaching and that's why I stayed, but then yeah. I sort of felt like, you know, I, I feel like I can make a bigger difference if I transition out of the classroom and do this kind of like on a full-time basis. So I do my individual coaching, Mm-hmm. Um, and now I'm hired by my high school to do career in college counseling. So I am the career in college coordinator, counselor, or guidance counselor uh, at my school, which I, I love to death. I've been doing it the past, you know, this is my 13th year now, and I, I absolutely love it. Mm-hmm.
0: So tell me a little bit about the high school, West Hill High School, right?
1: Yeah. So so West Hill High School, you know, like we, we had discussed previously, yeah. um, we have around 60 to 70, I want to say, be- ethnic backgrounds or wow. languages that are spoken at our school. Um, uh-huh. Our minority population is around 70%. Wow. And yeah, and we have like a, a, it's crazy, a free reduced lunch population of like 50%. So yeah. we really... And, and there's a huge Latino population as well. About 20% of our students are Latino population. So we have an incredible, um, you know, English learning program, English learners mm-hmm. program. So that's part of the reason I was brought in. I was brought in as sort of like a bilingual counselor because mm-hmm. I, could, I could work with with those students. And, you know, mm-hmm. when, you, when you're talking that, um, you know, 500 of your students are those, but I can only have a caseload of 200 Mm-hmm. It, we had to bring in another counselor and yet another that could speak Spanish, and then all of a sudden, our career and college coordinator left two years after I I, I had arrived. So the dilemma became, hey, who knows this job the best, mm-hmm. right? And it just out of all the people <laughs> that out of all the people that came and interviewed, they they still said that I knew the job better than anybody. So they're like, well, what do we do? if we put you over in a college and career, what's that going to do for our Spanish speaking population? So we just, we just decided to work it out and adjust the caseload. And it's, it's I, so it's, it's really, it's, it's boast of the boast of both of best worlds for me uh, right now, because I, 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 I get to do the, the piece that I love the most. And that is career college counseling. And, you know, it's, it's 2,200 students is what we're at right now. So we're a very big high school in Connecticut. Yeah.
0: I mean, you've been doing this for a long time now, so you've developed mm-hmm. some approaches and philosophies to the whole concept of career and college counseling. So, you know, what is that, or how would you describe it?
1: Yeah, I would. I would describe it as. I mean, the the, the best way that I, you know, it, it's so neat. The the questions that you sent uh, were were fantastic. It really got me to to really think. <laughs> even, even though I, I use these words every day, I never really, you know. Put it into like a formal thing, but I I I really would say that not just myself, but all of our counselors. I work with eleven other counselors at my school, Um, Mm -hmm. and yeah, and we take on the like I said, this twenty two hundred you know student caseload. And the big thing that I love about our district is that it takes care of everybody, Um, Mm -hmm. and I love that it has that approach. Of course, you have to have that approach wherever you work. Um, So. 50% 50% of our kids will go to a four-year college,
0: mm-hmm. but that,
1: does, that doesn't that does mean that you you just, you say good luck to the other 50%, you know, right. that's why, right. that's why it's called, you know, college and career. But right. as far as for both pieces, whether you're destined to go or, or your ideal uh, dream someday is to go to a four-year college yeah. and undergrad and so forth is, you know, you really want to treat everybody, you know, as if they're learners. We're all learners. And we, we, the first thing that we do is we just, we basically just try to tell the students like anything you're going to do that you're thinking about with your plan. It's sort of a, a thrive, not survive approach. Mm -hmm. Um, so we like to say thrive don't think of survive the, you know, the problem is, as you know, we have this 2 million year old brain that it's, it's all about survival. You know, we're worried Shut. about, you know, what's going to happen to me? How will I be able to take care of myself? You know, and as, as far as college is concerned, you know, number one, the kids come in and they're very savvy. You don't think that they're that, that smart, but they, they actually, they, they listen to their parents. They talk a lot with their families. You know, they know number one, first and foremost, you know, is the affordability factor. They know any type of schooling is going to be mm-hmm. expensive. Mm-hmm. You know, does a college have my, you know, program of choice at, you know, at this time of this young 17, 18 year old that I am, mm-hmm. uh, is, is it an, is it a good school? So they'll say, is it a good school? Is it good? What do you think about my list of schools? And I'll say, well, basically we're looking for accreditation. I know you're looking at reputation, which is the, you know, the kids usually the, yeah. you know, they, yeah. the and, and then, they they believe it or not, they actually worry about the outcome. Um, I know mm-hmm. when I was going to school, I was just kind of worried about getting through the the classes, but now they're yeah. starting to ask smarter questions like, okay, so at the end of my four years, am I gonna be going back home with a degree and not be able to work and being on, on my dad's couch, or am I gonna, you know, it basically the value of my education received, you know, mm-hmm. what what is the value of that? And I'm glad that that's what you know they're doing. So I understand that part, and that's the survival part. Sure. And, and we have to talk, you know, to them about that part. You know, we we, we we don't want to discount and not listen. And that's the biggest thing I do is I listen to it. I sit through it. I listen to the, you know, how they talk about, you know, I'm wanting to do this, and I'm, I'm looking at these schools, and and I just I take a glance at their list, and, you know, I, I they tell me what they want to do, and, and I, I try to listen as much as I can because I really want to know why do they want to do what they want to do because first of all if i see that college may not be the only answer i'm mm-hmm. then going to i'm then going to serve them what they need you know what i mean so yeah. if a student comes in and i notice their list looks a little you know what we call top heavy you know where yeah. they're look they they got a lot of reaches on there on their list sure. and sure. they don't don't have enough safeties and targets in there you know we'll we'll ask them to you know, possibly think about it. Don't discount, let's say, the community college. Um, you know, don't discount uh, the trades. You know, mm-hmm. we make sure, and, and even with people that are going into like trades and people that are going into certificate work, we basically want to kind of say, look, we're looking for you for a place where you're going to thrive, a place where you. Want to be someplace where you know your your belly the, the fire is going to be lit in your belly, mm-hmm. and you really want to go someplace to learn something. Otherwise, we really should be having a different type of conversation. You know what I mean? Sure, sure
0: Um, Because
1: sure. my my conversation going to college way back in the nineteen hundreds was my parents <laughs> saying you're going to, <laughs> you're going to college, <laughs> and <laughs> whether whether you like it or not, and that was it. There was no discussion. Yeah. What are you going to be? How much is it going to cost? Uh, Well, there was, there was, you know, look, we don't really have that much and uh, you're going to have to depend on scholarships, but that's when tuition was more affordable. So it was, it was a different discussion back then. So, so today whoever walks through my door and I sort of do an evaluation with them, I look at my 550 seniors and I try to just look at the course load, look at their work. What is their plan? Do they have one? Do I have to help them hatch a plan? and then we sit down and then we start to really get down into what i call the thriving discussion not the surviving discussion you know what i mm-hmm, mean we mm-hmm. we kind of we we kind of want to go even if if i'm going out into the world i'm going straight into the workforce you know there might be a certificate program that you could do that instead of getting you minimum wage the minute you walk out of school mm-hmm. you know you could you could go into something higher and be making an extra 5 to 10 dollars an hour you know mm-hmm. why, why why wouldn't we go there you know what i mean yeah. and and yeah so it's it's and it's basically let's get fired up about learning something because everybody bottom line whether you go to college or not you're going to get educated and you, you could be educated you know in a good way you could be educated in an eh way you could be yeah. educated you know what i mean so it's like yeah. let's let's we we finally have the choice to say this is what i want my education to be whether it's inside of four walls or it's not yeah. um you know you finally get to say every course that you want to take or everything that you want to learn, it's now on you. And it's so neat to see a 17, 18 year old go into that next phase of learning after after their high school. And that's that's what I enjoy the most.
0: When do you when you start talking to these kids, is it when they get to the senior year or are you already talking to them in their junior year? That's that's you have a big it's, load.
1: I know it's such a great question. Now I came from the middle school. Mm-hmm. So I, I was already even ta- doing some workshops after school, getting mm-hmm. kids ready in the eighth grade for their resume and telling them what a resume was, what a grade sure. point average was, you know, just to sort of prep them for the high school. And, you know, what is this all for? What is this all for? Well, and they were always concerned. Wow. Well, what do I need to graduate from your high school or from the high school here in our town? How many credits of this and how many credits of that? And I meant, well, this is what you need. But you really got to look further. And they're like, well, what do you mean further? I just don't want to fail. And I'm like, well, again, we're back to that survive mentality. Right? We, we want to thrive. You know what I mean? So anybody ever hear of college, anybody? Hear, oh yes. I had, you know, they raise their hands as seventh, eighth graders. And, you know, I say, well, that's kind of where we want to go because mm-hmm. that's where that's what we need to reach for. You know what I mean? And, mm-hmm. and, and, and shoot for. So, I say our theory right now, this year especially, is a and it will always be. I think it's a shoot for the moon, but land amongst the stars. Because our mm-hmm. kids shoot, they shoot very high,
0: to mm-hmm. the most
1: prestigious schools in in the country and out mm-hmm. of the country. Um, and you know, with the with the yield and the percentage rates of people getting in, it's you know, it's getting as low as now three percent for some schools. So it's like, okay,
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, you know, that understand that you know, one hundred kids three get in from the 100 kids that apply from this community you know or, or from even the world. so that could be even lower. Um, so just understand the odds here and let's let's really focus on, especially with college because it, it is so selective is to have a really solid backup plan and that's the that's kind of the part where students in that initial meeting don't really want to talk about. they kind of want to hear, what they want you to answer you know right and 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 that is my job to listen but it's also to not you know not inform or misinform it's to really just lay it out and say look this is this is what it is and i'm i'm excited you really want to try to get into this program it's a really great program um what's plan b in case you know yeah yeah
0: now, what are the 50% who don't go to college or um, what do they end up doing? You, you mentioned community college trade. How, how's that distribution look like? Yeah, that so,
1: so our distribution last year, you know, I, I actually printed it out today. Um, our distribution last year was at fifty. around 53% went to four-year colleges, mm-hmm. um, 27% went to two-year colleges. Um, mm-hmm. And then in the vocational field, we had about 4%. Military was 2% straight into employment was 1%, 1% of our kids actually basically took a gap year. And then we had about 7 to 8% that were undecided. Um, the only problem that we have, that mm-hmm. I would say, I mean, is, or I want to, let's not call them problems, let's call them challenges, is that, you know, when you get your diploma at mm-hmm. in any district, you know, you are, you're, you're college eligible, let's face it, you're college eligible, you have a four year degree it doesn't necessarily mean you're college ready. That's right. Big difference mm-hmm. between college eligible and college ready. Like even myself, when I came out of high school, I was college eligible, heavy, heavy college eligible, but I was not college ready. Um, and we had no seminar classes in my freshman year to kind of, you know what I mean? Like help me yeah. along. So it, it was kind of like, it was a surviving thing. But mm-hmm. today, you know, the, the world is different. So one one big thing that we notice is that, especially at our at our community college rate is that there's a there's a big drop off after that first semester. Mm. And when there's a drop-off we then wonder hmm what happens with those kids right. you know if right. they're if they're dropping out of a community college they're probably now going into a workforce so we're we're already thinking kind of like as far ahead as we can, as counselors, how do we serve even the people that we know are going to become a statistic and drop out because they got to be able to do something. They got to be able to hatch a new, a new plan. We're not their counselor anymore. So it's, you know what I mean? So it's, 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 it's really being able to in those initial years, ninth grade, 10th grade, 11th grade, 12th grade, talk about all the possibilities mm-hmm. that, that there are, because we have such a diverse student population. Um, and, you know, I, if I was in a different district where most of our kids went to a four-year school and had no problem getting into undergrad, mm-hmm. you know, it, the, the discussion would be a lot different. It would focus more on that. But it, it means that we just have to know so much more than just the college landscape.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I think, I think that's part of your uh, excitement as well. I would think uh, given that there are all these challenges that you have to work through and, you know, uh, at the end of the day, um, an excited kid, you know, ends up doing the right thing and thriving in your vocabulary. Um, yeah. I mean, it's a great testament to what you're doing, right? Yeah. Um, I mean,
1: that is yeah. the biggest, the, the biggest thing is that I always say thrive, you know, we're, we're human beings. We're all curious people. Your curiosity is not going to end when you leave high school, even if your four years at our high school was not the best. Yeah. You are st- you are still going to want to learn. Again, what that learning is going to look like is 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 different for every kid. I always say there's 550 seniors in my thing, and there are 550 different pathways. You know what I mean? they they're all yeah. going to take. Well, they're all going to take their own separate, you know, way, but they're all going to land. And that's, we just want to make sure they're, you know, they're, they're, they're excited about the next, it's, it's usually about the next two to four years. I always say, because it's, it, that, that's big, a lot of things happen in those two to four years.
0: If you were to reflect back over the last now 13, 14 years, you mentioned here, um, any, you know any good. Uh, vignettes, or success stories, or anecdotes—mean I things that uh, you look back and say, uh, you know, feel very good about.
1: Um, I, I, I think, you know, we have we have students that you know when they leave. For me, that my personal best is when a student stays in touch mm-hmm. and and they come back. And I, that's when I really, you know, of course, I'm happy to see them. And, you know, now they're some of them become my colleagues for crying out loud, you know, and it's it's mm-hmm. it's great. It's crazy how the world how the world works. You know, it's and, you know, some of them become counselors and you're like, oh, my goodness, I I counseled you. And now you're going to be counseling kids under me. And it's it's just it's 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 insane. But the best is to see, I think, the students their stories. And mm-hmm. I, I actually put my learning cap on because I like, I know that that's feedback. That's, that's going to be stuff that I could use. So I, I listened real intentedly and I, and I just, I listened to their story. What happened? How did you, what was your first impression of college? Or what was your first impression of going into the military? And that, you know, what, what was that like? You know, cause I want to mm-hmm. be able to share your anecdotes with students that are going to be going through, you know, that that same thing. And uh, I have gotten such an alumni population that I have kept in touch with, which I mm-hmm. never knew, I never knew what was going to happen. I got to be honest with you, I really thought, you know, once they were going out of our high school, you know, that that's it, you know, yeah. You, yeah. You, you just, you know, you just, you just lose touch. But I, I'm, I think in October, I'm going to a wedding, of one of my former students um, Mm -hmm. that graduated. She, you know, she went all over the world. She studied abroad. Um, I mean, she just has such tremendous stories and, I love to take her stories and, and just share them with the kids and say, look, these are the possibilities, you know? So those kids that come back or those kids that email me, they'll, they'll write me or they'll, they'll message me on LinkedIn. Cause it's like, Oh my goodness. Now you're, now I'm going to be like your colleague instead of, instead of your, <laughs> your, your coach or your counselor. It's, it's a little weird at first, especially when you're close, you know, but now I've, I've gotten so much older that, you know, it, it doesn't really you know bother me. So it's, it's because again, it's, it's feedback and it's really great to see, you know, these kids, it's great to see, you know, when your kids start to walk and then your kids move to middle school and then they make the team and then this happens and this happens and to see them graduate and and I know what, what they're going to get. They don't know. And I'm just so excited for them. And I just can't wait for them to come back and talk about, Oh my goodness, you said, or the differences and you were right. Or, Oh, you're not going to believe what happened. And can you believe that at my school? It's just, it's just fantastic information and it's, it's just priceless stuff. And I, I'm there with like a notebook, just writing it all down, listening to everything they say.
0: What do you, what do you find that students who go for the four-year college, what kind of disciplines do you know they end up pursuing? Is there a, you know, what does that look like in general?
1: I would say it in in general, um, it's it's pretty broad. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, now uh, the big buzzword now is is of course the STEM field. Sure. So anything that is STEM related, the humanities are still very popular. Still, mm-hmm. so very popular, but. I think kids know more that the STEM field is going to yield more money. Sometimes we have a student that could go either into the humanities or STEM. They're really that strong of a student, Mm -hmm. but I, I think, you know, again, they're smart enough and they're savvy enough to look at the job outlook, the future, you know, what does the STEM field offer that the humanities field cannot offer? And Mm -hmm. so we, we tend to see a lot of kids really pushing the, the the STEM field and mm-hmm. STEM has become a real big thing in our high school um, and that that seems to be the the biggest field and the hottest field right now anything in technology technology and engineering uh, or science a lot of science majors to probably get your doctorates and and a, a lot of math um, we're we have an, an abundance mm-hmm. of of math now at our school which we didn't have when I first got there you know we we had to actually add a multivariable calculus to our teaching, you mm-hmm. know, where I know there are some high schools that don't even offer that level. Sure, you know what I mean, but we 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 had to because we are just our our sciences and math were just out of control. Um, we added a new computer science uh, degree to you know, sort of a academy to our school as well because that has be, become one of the hottest fields. And our academy of finance, we have a lot of little tiny schools within mm-hmm. our own big school, and and yeah. I think that's how we how we survive well because we have kids that can sort of be in a smaller school and not get you know really you know eaten up by the by the huge population we have there.
0: As you you know look at these students and look you know think about students elsewhere in the world what kind of advice would you give them about college and career as they are in high school and pondering about their future
1: yeah so i i always say that you know the, the top 3 for me um mm-hmm. i i would say is is number 1 um you know your learning is forever there yeah. is there is it, it, it you know my deacon at my church said it the best he says you know mm-hmm. when your son or daughter and, and I'm not I haven't taken my daughter yet she's only 14 mm-hmm. when your son or daughter goes for that driving test yeah and, and they get their license it's mm-hmm. woohoo you know jump in the car <laughs> now they're an expert driver and right. I'm like, not <laughs> at all. <laughs> if anything I, I probably had more problems in my 20s than anything as a driver. <laughs> hope, hope my daughter, hope my daughter or son listen to this. Don't listen to this podcast, but I, you know the, the deacon said it so well. You never stop learning to become a, even a better driver and so forth. So it's just a stage and, yeah. I I really, I you know, and I know we've been through it. But when you have an 18-year-old in your office, or even a 16-year-old, whoever you're talking to about school, sometimes I talk to Mm 14-year-olds. You know, it's it's you really want to impress upon them that this is a stage of life. You know, and call it college. I mean, you can call it your dream school. You can call it whatever. But the bottom line is. You're going to be doing a lot of learning after this. As a matter of fact, you might even change your mind. And God forbid you mention that to them in, in a meeting. They they just yeah. they they don't want to hear that. But it's it's my job to say, you know, the average kid that goes to a four-year school will end up changing their mind once or twice. Sometimes their major, they may, and then I then I really get them upset, they may have to change schools. <laughs> or, you know, they may do their math and they, <laughs> you can see they don't want to hear it. They get a little red in the face. And I say, and, and if that happens, it is OK. You will be yeah. fine. You, you will get there if you have to patchwork your degree together. You know, even if you go to the community college, you know, you're, yeah. you can only stay there for two years and then you go to a four year degree and then you're most likely going to be doing work in your graduate or doctorate level because you're going to continue to learn. Um, and and do different things, and you're going to get bored in a certain profession. You may even you know turn 360. So, just be extremely extremely flexible,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and, and and try to understand. I always assign them. Remember the the, the, the book? Uh, uh, who is it, Who ate my cheese? Uh, yes. Or
0: the, who moved my cheese? Who moved
1: my? Who cheese? Mo- excuse me. Who moved my cheese? Yes. Uh, so yes. who moved my cheese? I always try to assign that book because that's what they assigned to me when I, when I erroneously went into the business program, you know, at mm-hmm. a college and, and then figured out I didn't want to do business. But mm-hmm. that book was assigned to me uh, at first. And I read, you know, it's only a hundred page book by Dr. Right. Stan, by Dr. Stanley. And I read it and it was great and I understood it, but now I live it, I see it. And, you know, when you get my age, you're like, wow, all the different decisions I've made and turns I've made, you know, and, and you just try to say, Hey, look, read this book come back. I know it's about a couple of mice and a couple of humans, but believe me, there's a, there's a deeper meeting and I actually get some seniors to come back. I make them summarize the book and we talk about it and we say, Hey, look, this, this is what's, this is what's going to happen. Okay. So if things change a little bit, you have a couple of choices, you know, you can Mm -hmm. hole yourself up in the maze, right. in the cheese maze, Mm -hmm. or you could, you can move on and you could learn to thrive and you can learn to accept. And, 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 you know, one door, even though one door closes, you know, another one's going to open. And as long as you're sort of on a path yeah. Um, and then all of a sudden you, you just move a little bit to the right or take just a little bit of a left hand turn. It doesn't mean doomsday. It, that, that yeah. is going to happen. You're going to have to tweak your career, especially today with, with schools offering these degrees that you can actually make up your own degree. You know what yep. I mean? It, it's, yep. it's like, there's just so much room now to, to turn a little bit and, and not make a major, you know, mistake, you yeah. know, with, with, with that turn. And then the second thing is, which goes hand in hand with that is that uh, you know, Frank Bruni, the author uh, yeah. the New York times author who wrote his book, uh, where you go is not who you'll be. Yeah. And basically just said, look, you know, just because you went to this school or that school doesn't mean you have it made or whatever, you know, you're going to have to really go to a place and bring out that thriving, you know, personality that you have and discover you and be you. And it, and if it doesn't happen in your first, second or third choice, it doesn't mean in your fourth choice of a school that, that that it won't happen. You know what I mean? Because otherwise, we would just have not even 1% of the world being happy and, you know, successful. And, <laughs> you know, so it, and it really makes a lot of sense. And I try to tell them, you know, there's 4000 schools in this in this great country. Sure. You know, we'll find one for you where you can thrive. You know what I mean? Where, where you can really exercise, you know, be intentional, make a plan and really look at the I would call them the the things that kids just they never look at the byproducts, you know, of a college because, you know, they're they're thinking, you know, affordability. They're thinking, does it have my major, you know, but they're not looking at all of the all of the great things that are going to come from a school. And I didn't know them until I actually went there. You know, all your lasting connections, the the. Uh, development of new talents. Uh, you know your increased confidence. How you can improve your teamwork skills. You could, mm-hmm. you know, be inspired by students around you. You know, there's you learn better time management. Uh, you have you have experts in the field that are teaching you. I mean, the experts of experts. Um, yeah. yeah. Exposure to different cultures, even though we're pretty exposed at our school, <laughs> you, you know, you really want. I always say, try to pick a school that's kind of like our school, you know, like a like a you know, uh, 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 United Nations of of all different cultures. And um, but it's just there's just so many byproducts of the college process, you know, the the opportunities to give back, the mentorship, the internships, the the travel opportunities I was just talking to a, you know, a family about was like, you know, I'd rather let my daughter go and stay a semester in Ireland under the guise of a school here in the United States for three and a half months, instead of letting her go for a week to Punta Cana by herself or with a friend, because <laughs> yeah. I, I, feel, I feel like, you know, there's, you know, there's it's such a le- cool learning opportunity. And absolutely,
0: absolutely And
1: the, these institutions even though they, they they charge a lot of money, but they offer so many things that until we find something better all in one place,
0: mm-hmm. I, th-
1: I think college will 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 always be king. You know what I mean? As as yeah. a as a, you know, if you're looking for that four year education,
0: we're gonna to start to wind down. But mm-hmm. before we do that, um. I just want you to talk about the secret behind all this excitement and energy that you have for what you
1: do. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, I don't know if you look, but, you know, in my in my private co- – I call it my private coaching. I'm really into personal development. Um, mm-hmm. I, I really love to work on, you know, instead of – you know, you, we always, I, I've been saying it all along, you know, there's you know, thrive, not survive. Um, yeah. Yep. You know, there's, it, it's, it's, we've heard the term, you know, we just watched the Super Bowl and they you know, they're talking about how yep. defense, how defense wins championships. And I'm, right. I'm like, I'm the other way. I'm, um, no, offense wins championships. Planning wins you a championship. You know, growth. Mm-hmm. is, you know, a growth mindset, you are going to make mistakes. And I think the reason I think that way is because I made tons of mistakes. I made millions of mistakes, mm-hmm. you know, growing up and even through school and so forth. But I learned so much more having a growth mindset versus a fixed mindset. So sure. I, I, I I applaud and get excited for the people who are not afraid to come out of that comfort zone because we're all afraid to come out of the comfort zone. We, we, we are, we, you know, we do not want to come out of that comfort zone and me included, but I, but I know that to grow, I have to, I have to plan and I have to be lucky and being lucky is not necessarily, you know, I mean, let's face it. Luck is really preparation colliding with opportunity. And if you're, if you're not preparing And you're not being put in a place like a college or a learning environment or an area where you're coming out of your bubble, Mm -hmm. you know, to smash into that opportunity, you're not going to have this luck. So luck is something that we create. It's not necessarily something that happens to us. It's Mm -hmm. something that happens for us, but you have to prepare. You have to, you know, and and even if things don't go the way they do, which a lot of times they don't, (laughs) you still land, like I said, amongst the stars. And if you just follow that simple philosophy as as basic and generic as it is, I can still speak that way to a student who is not going to a four year college, who's barely going to graduate. You know what I mean? I I can talk to them the same way and get a fire in their belly going so that whatever's going to happen next in their learning, because they will learn. I, I just want them to show up with, with, you know, I mean, we all know that motivation is fleeting. It goes, yeah. com, comes and goes, but, cons, yeah. but consistency is something we could work on. And that, that that's something we can be deliberate about that. We can train ourselves to be consistent and to just mm-hmm. put and to push. And when you push, you know, so there's going to be days that you don't want to do things, but I mean, that's, that's life. You know what yeah. I mean? So you, you gotta, you gotta learn to be consistent and you have to learn you know, that you, you're growing and you're, you're learning and you are going to make mistakes and it's okay. The smartest person in the room is, is the person not who has all the answers. It's the one who asks the most questions. So, so keep on going, keep on asking, keep on inquiring and, and, you know, always, 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 always try to learn and learn about you. And that's, that's the biggest thing that for me, for college is I love how kids, Find themselves for those next four years and then even the next four years after that they go into graduate work They find themselves yet again And then they you know now a house comes in and now a marriage comes in well now they found themselves again now a baby They found themselves again. Oh now we're going to take a turn and go into a different career Wow, I just keep finding myself and it's it's just such a a, an incredible uh, way to see things and um, I just see when my students come out I, I like when they come back and tell me, you know, remember when you said? And I'm like, no, I don't remember, but I must have said it because it it sounds like me, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> and, and and I say, you know, hey, I, I guess I'll take credit because you know it, it something's working. And and that, like I said, that that to me is the is the is the payment. The payment is hearing them with their anecdotes when they come back, and 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 just you know, you're like, wow, this is I'm really making a difference.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. So Tom, thank you so much for taking the time and sharing your philosophies, insights and your passion for counseling. And uh, I'm sure we'll talk more in the future, but for right now, thank you so much. Take care and be
1: safe. Thank you so much. I'm so honored to be on your podcast. Thank you so much.
0: Absolutely. Take care. Take care. Bye. again. Hope you enjoyed our podcast with Tom Stepkowski of West Hill High School. Tom's approach to counseling has been shaped by his coaching and teaching experiences over the last few decades. Here are the high points. First, thrive, not just survive philosophy. Second, start counseling early, as early as middle school to ninth grade challenging and guiding students find the appropriate next chapter for them and lastly delivering personalized attention to a large but diverse population of students i hope college-bound students and parents find tom's counsel helpful for your questions or comments on this podcast please email podcast at almamatters.io thank you all so much for listening to our podcast today. Transcripts for this podcast and previous podcasts are on almamatters.io forward slash podcasts. To stay connected with us, subscribe to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify, or visit anchor.fm forward slash almamatters to check us out. Till we meet again, take care and be safe. Thank you. College Matters. Alma, Alma Matters. matters.